0: Um, so I guess my next question would be 2021, you know, I guess a lot of people might be scared to go out and start a site in in the middle of Mm -hmm. COVID, um, or even coming out of COVID. So Mm -hmm. is starting a clinical site in 2021 for someone who doesn't have any background information about starting a site, is that still feasible in 2021 and
1: beyond? It's never been a better time. If... There's the big, if, if you're the right person to start a business, first of all, um, and if you're willing to like get a lot of rejection, but yes, the industry needs diversity. There's no way, there's no possible way to get more diversity, more blacks or Hispanics or Asians enrolled in research outside of building research clinics in those communities. And so it's never been a better time for research-naive physicians. Sponsors don't care if you're a new site. They care about your PI. Right. So at the end of the day, we're talking about research-naive physicians here. If they're partnered with somebody who knows what they're doing, preferably a study coordinator, uh, you could be successful. You just need the biz dev part taken care of. Like, you need to... This this is what my live stream was this morning. You need to be on clinicaltrials.gov. You need to be constantly looking for study leads what's new networking with other sites and just emailing like 10, 15, 20 leads a week, if not a day until you start getting some studies and then hopefully you have the patient thing taken care of, which is why you're presumably why you're opening the clinic in the first place is you have access to patients that the industry needs. So yeah, never been a better time, but also, um, it, this is one of those businesses where it has so many moving parts. it's very easy to fail mm-hmm. and lose a lot of money very quickly if you don't know what you're doing.
0: So how do you how much money do you need to start a site?
1: So it could range. okay my site in Yuma, I spent hundred dollars on our logo. And I never do a logo first, but my wife insisted we'd get a logo. <laughs> so I got a logo. I got a website. So that's 800 bucks. I got an email. My email was free through Squarespace. I got okay. a free Gmail account for a year. I negotiated no rent with my PI. So zero. I will be the coordinator. I will eventually pay a coordinator 3000 a month once we get our first study. Okay. So I paid almost nothing. Uh, maybe the PI didn't have enough space or maybe the PI says, no, get your own place. That's a little riskier. You got to now take out a lease. Try not to ask for personal guarantees. You also need to buy the equipment, which if you're using a doctor space, guess what? They come with most of the equipment you need oh, okay. and they let you use it. They even let me use their MAs like, hey, doctor, uh, we have this patient here. I'm not going to draw the blood. Can one of your MAs do it? And they just go do it. You know, I give them like 20 bucks or bring them a Starbucks, you know, like for a thank you. Thank you for the blood draw. Okay. Stuff like
0: that. So, okay. So you basically start, I mean, you're talking $1,000 or less here for a startup. That's right. that's like insane for a business to have such low startup especially one with the potential to be this successful.
1: Right. The thing is, you have to sell yourself to the doctor because I guarantee you this doctor would not have said yes if he can tell that I didn't know what I'm talking about. Like me 15 years ago, I don't think he would have said yes. Okay. Right? He would have maybe charged me, or maybe told me to like lease my own place right next to him, and then he'll come. But I'm taking on more risk, so a lot of it has to do with your your expertise. So if you're a CRA, you can leverage that expertise. If you're a coordinator, you could leverage that expertise, and then you come across as knowledgeable. But if you're somebody who just like got the idea yesterday, I mean, you got to do your homework. You got to really know what you're doing. Like, go volunteer at a site. Go be a coordinator somewhere for three months. Just do something so that when you talk to these doctors that they, that they're more inclined to say yes. Right. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely coordinator was probably the best fit to do this best. because even oh, yeah. as a CRA, I mean, I don't think, I don't think I could go run a site tomorrow. I don't think I could do that. I
1: think you could, cause <laughs> I, I know you, but well, I know you, well enough I guess to make that assessment like I'd bet on you but there are some CRA CRA is tricky man because CRA they're entitled and not, I don't know about you I don't think you're entitled but a lot of CRA's are entitled we get a lot of calls from CRA's that say hey, I'm fed up with my job I want to start a site I saw a doctor so-and-so open a clinic and they're doing well and it's nothing fancy I know all the regulations okay yeah you do and you're a CRA but have you ever been a coordinator? Have you ever like dealt with a patient when they don't feel like coming? Have you ever dealt with a patient's family when they don't feel like coming? Have you ever got through an SSV uh, and, and convinced the other CRA that you're a right fit when your PI is research naive? Like those are things you got to do. And I don't think as a CRA, you're prepared to do that because as a CRA, you're taught to follow protocol and just be in this like little box. You're right.
0: Especially That's a problem. Especially at a CRO where they're very, very, uh, it's kind of like they're in a train tracks and they have to stay within the, the tracks. Yeah. Like they can't really go off of it, especially because they have at a CRO or like these large companies, they have other people to do their job. Now, maybe at like a small, small firm where you have to wear many hats, Yes. You might understand more of like, you know, startup process, because I know for me, I only, I only know about what's going on when they're, when I have to go on site and do a selection visit or an SIV. I don't really know about the stuff to get there necessarily, or, or I don't know deeply about it. I just know what I need to do to go select them to get it, to get into the study.
1: Hopefully they send you to select our site. For
0: the study. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. You never know.
1: But yeah, series is tricky, man. And you'll be surprised. There's I get tons of series cocky. I love series, but the ones who tend to call me are like entitled. I know all this. Okay. Then why don't you have a PI? <laughs> so, well, that's why I'm calling you. Well, okay. You need to find a PI. I don't know how I can help you. You know, you need to have these conversations with it. It's not that easy. It's right. Not like, you know, your knowledge doesn't mean anything in the practical world. Uh, I mean, what are you gonna do for that PI? What, and then how are you gonna get those patients? That's your knowledge has to, your skill set has to change,
0: right? But Dan, what I'm what I'm thinking is, so you you starting this up with a thousand less than a thousand dollars, but even if you had to pay a, you know him for to use a, a room in his clinic, right. let's say that was like like four hundred bucks a month or something just to use that room.
1: Out here that'd be fair, yeah. Fair. okay okay. Five hundred let's say five hundred dollars. In LA that, that's not fair. <laughs> right, 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 right. It'd probably be triple that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um let's just say five hundred dollars. So even then you're still only talking, you know, at fifteen hundred dollars for the right. startup fee for the first month and then five hundred dollars a month after that. Right. So it sounds like you're getting a better deal out of this. Um, but what does the PI get out of this?
1: the PI in my situation, the PI gets 20% of the gross revenue. Okay. So a revenue my current, share? yeah, 20% of the gross, like off the top. Okay. Um, that's what he's getting. I really want to make this PI a partner. And I think so a lot of my meetings lately, I've already convinced them to do it. We're applying for studies already. We're not even talking about that anymore. We're on the next phase how do we do this study that we could potentially get where's the derm i need a sub buy, i need an ophthalmologist we're talking more like x's and o's at this point right but i'm doing separate meetings with him and his partner on selling him the vision for why he should be a partner right because when you find somebody that good and checks all the boxes it behooves you to partner with them and yes if you don't grow he's going to make less as like let's say a 25% equity partner because at that point you're only getting 25% of the profits right as opposed to 20% of the gross right okay but when you start selling him on the idea well 20 minutes away there's another city where the NP we can get the same studies there their doctors can do it now you're getting 25% off of that too. You don't even have to even ever go there. So now I'm selling him on the vision. That's the phase I'm in now. Um, and I think it's working. I mean, he's a, he checks all the boxes. He's getting ready to retire, but a huge practice, open to re, easy to work with. He checks all the right boxes for me. But I still need to find more PIs, you know, like, don't ever depend on one, even if that one is going to be your partner, find others, you know, there's, right. there's, I mean, anything can happen. I told you about the PI I currently had with that got breast cancer, right? You know, that's life.
0: And Dan, you've been talking about that for years now. I've, I've met, I remember yeah. you back in, you know, 2017 talking about always have multiple PIs if you
1: can. And it's not easy to do because even for me, like I'm not actively searching for new PIs here yet because I just got this guy right right so i'm like kind of i'm not in relax mode i'm but uh, my activities are geared towards getting studies now as opposed to getting other doctors but there's a nurse practitioner business partner who i've also sold the vision to and he's looking at other doctors in the, in even more underserved areas out here like the outskirts of this small town is like really small border towns mm-hmm. like i'm in a small border town that's 20 minutes away from the border we're talking two minutes from the border wow The cities the, so that's where we're gonna expand to you out here
0: so the, is the land cheap and the cost of living cheap out there too well i guess everything's cheap compared to, to, to la be, but
1: compared to california yeah but you know what my neighbor to the left behind me and this way this one hasn't been built yet they're all california yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yep. And mainly, well, most of them for political reasons. But um, in my case, it was taxes first. It wasn't honestly, it wasn't politics for me. It was taxes and the ability to opportunity. have a support system for the family and then the opportunity. Yeah.